That's that, what that's, that's what no man's sky is. That's what ha- what happens when you like put people into this giant open world where they can just do whatever they want. Yep. All they do is fuck and and not complete things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 225, brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. I am Trip Zero. I'm here with... Uh, Felix Sargood. And... Neo Yoshi. Uh, we got a great show for you guys tonight, like we always do, like we have for 225 other shows, of course. They're all bangers. Um, they're all bangers. We were talking about TGS, Tokyo Game Show, uh, and then some other little fun we've had around the streaming communities. That's Mr. right. Neo Yoshi went on... Some adventures outside of our studio because we you know live here primarily. It's he true. went out and talked to other humans, adventured with other streamers at the they, Philadelphia Twitch meetup. They told me it couldn't be done, but he did here it. Here we are. He did it. Talking to human beings. I know it's amazing. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Cool. Yeah, I had a, a busy week. Did you? Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of shit going down. Like game shit, personal uh, shit. I was playing games, but I was also like super busy with work and like you know just I don't know. Just doing stuff. Stuff. I feel that. I feel you, dude. Cleaning. We're, yeah. We're trying to clean this place. One so. of those reset weeks. Yeah, we got an organizer coming in. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Like, like a, a hired organizer. Like a Marie Kondo Not kind of situation? Like of that level, that fucking scope. But, <laughs> but like, someone yeah. who wants to one day. Yeah, she's going to yeah. come in and help out. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's That's not serious. All, it's not on me. Mm-mm. But it's, it's <laughs> happening. Nice, dude. I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to be here when it happens. So. Probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just get the fuck out of the way and let them do their thing. Don't let them in this room, though. Yeah. yeah, and like next week we might possibly have a plumber coming in to fix our sink. Just get it all done. So a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Life Next's is happening around yeah. here at the Felix Hergood uh, yurt. The, <laughs> the yurt, dude. <laughs> Way to bust out the fucking dictionary. We're totally in a yurt right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we record the Emergent Gamer Yurt. <laughs> Uh, oh, Felix, or not uh, Felix, Neo. You want to uh, rip into what you've been doing? Yeah, Give man. Us something, Neo. I wasn't here last week, so I do have a, a nice big list of things to talk about. Neo's got stuff. But let me start by saying last night mm-hmm. I went to the Philadelphia Twitch meetup. So the Twitch Philly has a First its one own ever. community. No. no. No? No. No. First one I've been to. But they have had them. Yeah, there was one back in March, apparently. Oh, cool. They try and do them two or three times a year. This Sometimes. is one of those uh, official. Twitch communities. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got the, the Twitch branding. It says powered by Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like they actually they... provided like the T-shirts I gave you guys tonight. We got nice T-shirts. If you're on our stream here, we got some T-shirts for, mm-hmm. for the boys. Twitch I got them. Filet. There you go. That's, That's for you. Um, uh, yeah, and they were provided by Twitch. So Twitch was sponsoring the event. Wow. Um, and the event was being hosted at a cool place called Localhost, which is a really clever name. I've heard of Localhost. Because Localhost, it's a land center. So they actually had two rooms. One is the staging area, which is, if you, I don't know if you saw the Twitter, uh, on the Neo Yoshi Twitter, and I know I retweeted it on the Emergent Gamer Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Um, it's a cool open area in one section, and where that's where they had, like, a couches, and they had we, we played Mario Kart, and then they had, like, the desk set up, like the... Uh, like the presenter host setup, and then they have a back room for all their. Like, what was the uh, cross streets? Where I was? don't know. 
Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I haven't. Mm, I'll, I'll, here, I'll, I'll, look pull it up. I'll map it. Yeah. Um, but the other room is a, like a desk, like a bunch of land. It's a land setup of like I want to say like thirty or so computers. It looked like it looked like because they got like the rows and rows of computers. Like yeah. Imagine you're somewhere, Felix. Like remember we were at E3 and they had all the demo stations set uh-huh. up, like all the, just the playable computers. Like in that. A row. It's something like that. But you can use them for whatever you know. So that night they actually had a League of Legends event also going on on those machines. Um, and people were all born there when they're playing Fortnite and, and counter. I saw people playing counter strike PUBG. Um, Oh shit. This is third and popular. Yeah. It's a, it was a cool little neighborhood. So um, is that a uh, Northern lib? Yeah. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Dude. Northern lib. So the, the name of the place is a cool play on words because it's a local host. It's a local place where you can host like computer events and like gaming events. Yeah. But local host is also in, dude, I could have walked here. In, this, is, this is crazy. Yeah. I hate you trips. Uh, <laughs> The, it's it's network terminology for the local host is the name of your home network when you type into yeah. your web browser. So oh, that's yeah. for anyone who didn't realize that. That's just a really fun play. And the the icon for the the event for like for the for local host is an Ethernet plug. That's kind of cool. it's like a, a, the, like the silhouette of an Ethernet plug. But anyway, um, a friend of mine was was co running the event. Like she she is she runs like the Philly Twitch tr- Twitter. Her name is Sticking Points. Is it also a bar? No, it's a okay. B, it's a BYO though. BYO, so you can bring your own beer. That's or, how they get around all the yeah. legalities and all mm-hmm. the. They don't need a liquor gotta, license. They don't have to get a liquor license. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's where we were. That that was it. Um, and it was cool. They had a bunch of people um, running it. Uh, sticking points and a person named Tigrums. Uh, those were like the main hosts. Uh, there's a few other. Tigrums is very familiar to me. Yeah, he's he's a local Twitch guy. Like okay. he, he does Twitch stuff. I don't know. I think he works for Twitch, but he is a streamer in the in the you know like us, yeah, like you and me and everyone else who do, who was there. Um, and it was good times. Like um, I, me and Sticking Points go way back, uh, like all the way back to high school. And it was really cool seeing her because I haven't seen her um, in a long time. But I've been like in her. She used to stream a while, but but not for a while. But anyway, there was a really fun like uh, Mario Kart tournament they had there. They had like pizzas and and all kinds of like you know. Friendly, it was like a party. It was just, it was pretty much just like a party where you could hang out. And they had a bunch of arcade cabinets too that you could play. They had two Switch setups, one for Smash Brothers, one for Mario Kart. Um, and they had a Mario Kart tournament, which I participated in. And I won the round I was in. So I got to like, kind of like co-host the, the like the desk live stream for a minute. And that was a fun time. Uh, Trip was in the chat for that. I was, yeah. And I was uh, a few other, a few other people from our Discord. And... It was a good time. I was I was full of energy, and it was really cool. I just wanted to give a shout out to the event last night because it was really fun. Yeah, and they that's deserve great, it. dude. Um, I hope they do it again soon, and you guys should uh, come to the next ones. Yeah, we definitely uh, I, should. I'm definitely gonna uh, plan for it. I just I'll send you, you guys are in the Discord for Twitch Philadelphia. I actually sent yeah, you guys. Are. I sent you guys a link to that. I'm you did. That. I did. You did, yeah. and that's how I like heard about mm-hmm. it because I was. In the Discord, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I just I didn't get my plans together, and some stuff come up super last minute. They actually I heard on the stream when you were uh, doing their thing, and they were like talking in between the rounds. Mm-hmm. They overbooked, like mm-hmm. you couldn't just go there and show up. Like like they had you had to RSVP. They had more uh, interest essentially than they had room for. Oh, which wow. is great. Yeah. I mean, it's great to have that kind of like you know. Yeah, I, I was scene, on I was on so. a wait list at first, but they they pushed me through earlier that day. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm gonna come come by then. 
Yeah, I um, I that's couldn't go because I was at a 40th birthday party for a buddy of mine. Hey, man, that's okay. So. But I'm glad I was able to go there, rep, rep the uh, – Yeah. Gave a shout-out to our podcast Thanks, and, and you guys in the chat. Neo, uh, he's, he's not giving you this amount of detail out there for people that go are listening. Ahead. He busted onto the scene after he won his <laughs> round and took over the uh, the hosting – Privileges along with the uh, with Aloe, who was co-hosting at that time. Yeah, so it was just it was Neo. I went there at the table. I went just full commentator, like full high energy. Well, there's a link. There's a link to the section. What? What's up? No, I was gonna say you went. Uh, you you went full commentator, but not commentating about Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Just talking about because whatever you got. The, to yeah, the problem about. was is Mario Kart's <laughs> really hard to commentate. Just gonna put it out there. Like Smash Brothers, I can I can kind of sure, sure. get in on that. But with Mario Kart, I'm like, all right, little Mario's got the the red shell now. Okay, is he gonna use it? Oh, he just got hit. To, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just it, stuff I mean, like that doesn't sound bad. Is, you know, I, I mean, it's a you're I mean, right. You have a lot of practice being on microphones. Yeah, yeah. Certain, 200, certain skills. Two hundred and twenty-five different times on microphone. Believe well, it or not. Hey, I'm I'm a latecomer to the. It's true. Show. Maybe not yeah. to all two half that. Half that. We can just say that he did. But know. it was a good time. Um, I was just trying to have like a, a good on-camera rapport with Aloe because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was just trying to be all friendly and high energy. Sure. Um, but I think it worked. I think I succeeded It was overall. mission very successful. He was uh, just just shilling us all over the place. I, I was. Loved it. I was, I I was loved really it. being like, I'm He's like, Neo. There is, the em- a, there is Tripsio in the chat of the Emerging Emerald podcast. And, and was, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no. It's a He's a co-host. Yeah, he's a co-host. Just Local just, Philly just gaming podcast. Just full scent right out there. That's the kind of fucking marketing we need. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm all about, man. I did it. I did it with the, in- <laughs> the intention of doing that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to rep your brand, right? You got to, you got to put, you got to always be, always be making waves. Otherwise, the ocean is not an ocean; it's a lake. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> however, a however, the pan. saying goes: flat yeah. pan of I water. I, I just made that needle point last week, and it's on my wall it's right now. It's a flat <laughs> pan of water, like the uh, what's that lake where everyone buries bodies? Dude, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. I don't know what about. you're talking about. <laughs> lake Tahoe. Uh, what? Oh, I, okay. It's like two thousand feet deep, so you know they drop bodies in there. They just, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, give me old go right cement shoes. All right, well, All I'm right. Gonna, well, let me let me move on yeah. and uh, talk about. Please move on. It's been two weeks since <laughs> from, I've been here from the Lake Tahoe drowning death lake. Yeah, let's move on to some video games. Yes. Um, so Christ. I wasn't on last week, but I've been playing lots of games. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I'll bring up is uh, Creature in the Well. Um, yes, yes. We yes, were yes. provided codes by Pop Agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wow, cool! Th- graciously, I know. Uh, last week, uh, trip you talked about Falcon Age and your. Trials and tribulations. With I that did. One. Now, is this the same company that same company. That, uh, that made Falcon Age? It's the same publisher. Pop oh. Agenda is the publisher, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So Falcon Age is a different developer. You can fact. You can. Yeah. You can it's outer, outer Loop made Falcon Age. But Creature in the Well, I believe, is a different developer. I think it is because I didn't see anything about Creature in the Well on a. But yeah, outer Pop, Pop Agenda. So I was in communication with uh, Pop Agenda. Flight yeah, School. Flight School Studio. Oh, when you originally said this, I thought you said preacher in the well. Creature in the well. Creature in the well. Yeah, Papa Jen is like a uh, like a they're marketing. Yeah, they're like a company. marketing. Pub- they're like yeah, they're, they they publish like these games and here like just here I guess Google them. I think they're more like people hire them to like handle the the, the code marketing distribution oh, and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let us help us ship your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And one of the members is her name is Genevieve Miller. Yes, Den- Genevieve Saint Ange. She is the wife of Greg Miller, of Kind of Funny. Oh, I, so I, I was got it. so I was actually emailing her and tweeting, like DMing her for 
codes essentially, so we could play and talk about the game. Cool. Um, so last, like, I don't know if you're gonna hop back into Falcon Age again, but it, I, well, I watched you play it. Did you? Looks well, pretty fun. So last week we talked about uh, they patched it a little bit. They added some fixes in for the VR experience. Did it, does it work? for I you? I did. Yeah, I popped awesome. in. So I didn't want to go on and bash my experience. I wanted to give it some context. Yes. Um, so again, I I'm not gonna go into as much detail as I did last week because I watched your stream where you were struggling. It was it was yeah. it was rough, man. Yeah. Uh, the biggest improvement, and it actually rolled out in an update. Like around 1 a.m. last Saturday, so the day before we were going to do the show. Do the show. I yeah. popped in and like a patch rolled into the Epic Store. Um, so I hopped into the game, and now they have like floating tooltips cool. above your hands in the game that are different. Because I went to uh, the regular desktop experience to compare yeah. the two. Way different than what appears in that game. It's very like helpful, very contextual. So uh, it's really good. And the, the problems that I was having are specific to the Vive experience, which was interesting. They didn't oh. have that with uh, the Oculus or with PSVR. Interesting. It was, it was weird, yeah. oh, but I actually, cool. I reached out to one of the developers and uh, they got back to me within 30 minutes of sending my email. Like I read it the next morning and I'm like, yo, I sent this Props. at like, like Props. two in the morning, my time. And they got, were, were right you like very me. professional? So, like, uh, I've been playing oh, dude, your game. You guys, dude. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to read this online. I'll just, no, I'll, I'll show you just the block of text well, that I sent. While you're very, pulling like, that up, I'm going to you know? talk about creature in the well, yeah. which was the second. Tell sec- us all about it. They, this is the second game. Oh, and, and, and then, yeah, I was like, Hey, this is my experience. It was great. And then 153. Oh, he sent you like a freaking novel. Yeah. All right. We'll read that later. I'm not going to read that. Eka go back to me within 20 minutes of sending this email. I was That's, very, very impressed. I do want to, I do want to read that, but yeah. uh, I'm going to talk about Creature in the Well. Now. Talk about it, dude. I'm excited to hear um, about uh, this game. It looked interesting. It is interesting because what it is is it's an isometric, top-down dungeon crawler, but it's not your average dungeon crawler. All right? So this game is essentially pinball meets, uh, like, action, like action le- dungeon crawler. Legitimate crawling. pinball. Legitimate pinball. So each time you're, – you're going through different, like, levels, so to speak, right, as you're unlocking things. And it gets progressively harder. But essentially, you're trying to bounce uh, like like balls off of these electric nodes uh, to gain energy. And energy will open the next door to the next room. And you're gaining energy, and you're picking which doors you want to open. And you got to figure out the pattern on which to bounce it. It's essentially like puzzles. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. pinball puzzle game almost. Um, all the combat happens through the act of bouncing these balls off of mm-hmm. walls, mm-hmm. pretty much. And it, it it's really hard though because Eventually, like like things hit back at you, and you have to be able to deflect. Like your your weapons are made for deflecting and bouncing. Like that is that is your primary like you know move. You mm-hmm. you can also hold pinballs so it's by a charging them. Game up. and not an offensive game, really. It's kind of a give and take. It's kind of like a push and, and push and pull kind of game. Like you sometimes you got to like charge up like three or more uh, pinballs at once, and then send them in, into the right direction and to to unlock the. Uh, you know, to to get the 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 solution. So, like for example, like got you some have video up here, Felix. Yeah, you got some video here, Felix, on the screen. And you can see he, you got to run around really quick. You're bouncing things off the walls, but things can hurt you, like very much so. Like you you have to be con- you know conscious of your character moving and ducking and dodging. Yeah. While bouncing these pinballs off the wall and stuff. That's kind of a cool like double mechanic. To think I, about. I think the art looks. Amazing. I was going to say the visual style of the game is. It's, is yeah, dope. it's got a really. Almost cell shaded, nice hand drawn, yeah, sort of textured. It looks better, or at least more. This artistic, was a hard room, in my opinion, than cell shading. Cell shading is like, like the old school way to make something look like a comic book. This but looks like, like using, someone is actually graphics, yeah. hand drawn. This stuff is what it looks like to me. I don't know if that's true or not. No, but you're like, right. It has that that vibe. Yeah, it does have, and it, but also has like a kind of like a paper cutout kind of vibe. Yeah, too, definitely you know very I mean? much like like a paper. 
like ink on paper. Yeah, and here, yeah, that's a cool room. They're showing with a bunch of bunch of the toggles that you have to bounce bounce things off, yeah. and you're restoring power to this old machine. And there's the creature in the well is the thing that is kind of haunting you throughout the this, game. Yeah, it, it's like you saw the eyes and the big hand reach yeah, up, and, and he's stuff. yeah, he's constantly like popping up and saying like. Oh, you don't. You're not gonna succeed, and he's like taunting you the whole time. And he's he, you know, you get many, into multiple boss fights mm-hmm. uh, throughout the game with so, this, this guy. I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, is this the kind of game where you play it once and you're done, or does it have replayability? Is there multiplayer? What's 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 the long term? Well, each room experience has like you can complete each room. Right. He's almost like a Jedi. Kinda. You're just bouncing. You're just using your sword and different various tools to bounce these balls. And all your all your weapons are do different things to the pinballs. Like sometimes, like if you get a red ball bounced at you, which are dangerous, if you hit that red ball, then it'll give you more health back. Like that's just an example. One mm-hmm. weapon will tell you the path that your ball will travel. Like it's just it's not like you're it's not a numbers game like a normal RPG. It's a what weapon do I need to use that will provide me with the bonus that I need right, to, right, right. to succeed, essentially? Um, sorry, what was, I, what was I saying before that? Uh, the, long, the long-term replayability. Like, oh, what's, yeah. what's that kind of path look like? So you can complete every room, but you not, don't necessarily 100% every room. Mm-hmm. So going back to get that 100% completion for the rooms, and there are secret pathways uh, as well. I don't really see myself replaying this game. This is kind of like a one and done thing to yeah, me. Like, oh, I, ex- it, I experienced it. Um, right. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I don't need to go for the for the yeah. So those are the red ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to go th- for like the completion, the hundred percent completion. But it's a cool experience. It's generally not a game I would pick out of a out of a pile. Yeah. But I really enjoyed playing it. I would say. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun time. Um, it looks like it plays well. It does. Yeah, I was using a controller on my PC. And uh, that's probably the I would not have used a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that. yeah, that's definitely not that. But overall, I'd say if you like that kind of thing, you should definitely play it because it's I don't know, it's like fifteen dollar game. Nice, dude. So and Switch it's on avail- uh, Switch availability. It is on Switch. Yeah. Okay. So if you're a pinball fan and you're like missing that pinball life and you want something like adventure like, <laughs> then man, this this is a game with your name on it because it's all about them pinball mechanics for that's the person that wants about. to explore dungeons but also play pinball at the same time. Who would have thought you could combine those two things? Which is honestly the most impressive thing about it, right? That's, that's gaming today, dude. Um, so two other things I want to just briefly mention. Um, I finished Control. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. So that, honestly, 100%. I'm not going to spoil anything here. We'll, we'll do a... Yeah, when, Felix, when Felix finishes it, we'll do like a spoiler talk. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll do a spoiler talk. Right. That's okay. I, uh, that should might, be soon. I might I get sick I'm... that day. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I think I'm toward the end. Yeah. I don't know. Did you go through the maze yet? Yes or no? I don't know what that means. Then okay, then never mind. He's not. He's not there. Sounds yet. like a no. Um, but overall, I'm going to say right now my my spoiler free review. Really good ass game. Everything feel about it feels good. I love. No, the I got mysteries. to the maze. You I was to trying to find something else, and I stumbled upon the maze, and I went, "Oh, this is for later. This I'll is come for later. back later." Yeah, yeah. It's one yeah. of those things. But the- I I I mean, everything about the game is great. Like it's it's got that Metroidvania element, elements to it, so like you got you have to return to areas that you weren't able to do before. Boss fights, while very dickish, I watched you play that one boss fight, but you won. You got there. I did win with your help. Thank you. I would not have gotten <laughs> there without your help. Yeah, that that's one of the harder fights I've done. I mean, it's not as hard as you know the shipyard in Uncharted Four. Sure. On <laughs> crushing. Yeah, that's good times. I remember that time. It was pretty difficult to figure out the mechanics. I just get frustrated having to die over and over and over. And yeah, over and, and over but and I will say the checkpoint system not great. 
That's oh, horrible. It's not because because what they do is you, they throw you. You have your control points is what I guess what they call. Yeah, it. the control points are where you essentially. It's almost like a save point. It's a save point. It lets you. You can fast travel. You can chain. You can. It, it lets you do a bunch of things like upgrade your character and stuff. But whenever you die, it throws you to the last control point. You yeah. Can. So there's oh. a really. Uh, yeah. so, mm-hmm. so get this. So I'm on a, bo- a boss fight that he's in the chat like watching me. Uh, it's it's hard. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. It has timing. It has very specific mechanics. You can only do it one certain way, and you die. You go back to a control point, which is fine, except to get there, there's two holes that I have to jump over that you can also die in. Mm-hmm. So, like, and if you're not, I mean, eventually I got the pattern down and I'm fine. Whatever. Gotta get like, the air dash, dude. Why put me back at a control point when there's two holes that I can die in to get to the boss? Just put me in the fucking boss. Just put, put you back well, in the Put a control point well, at the boss. They want to make it challenging. No, that's just annoying. That's not challenging. In annoying. The, in the beginning One person's of the game, annoying is another person's <laughs> in the, in exciting the, challenge. No, oh, in God. the beginning of the game, there's that first boss you fight, the flying guy. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, he's the boss at the end, right? Tomasi? No, no. The guy in the... Yeah, what? No. Hmm. He's not, the, he's not at the end. The guy, the first boss you fight. Yeah, here's the first bo- boss you fight. I heard he's the last boss. He comes back. I'm not going to answer. Are that. we? That's what I heard. Which I hear spoiling. I'm, things? Oh no no no! I I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to answer. Don't that. spoil. I'm not going to. I played Final Fantasy VII. I heard that Ares dies. I don't know if that's true or not. Jesus that's, Christ! That's just, how could uh, you do just that? Heard some things out here. All right. Well, just heard about it. I'm, I'm sorry. All I'm, I'm saying is the first boss you fight in the game. I had the problem of dying a lot. To that guy, yes, yeah, so it was a I. very hard, a very hard boss. Especially you have like no abilities in the beginning of the game, right? right? You, you have nothing, and they start you with a control point outside his room. But they played the cutscene, his intro cutscene every time you run run I, back I into the it. room. Yeah, you can't skip that kind of stuff. No, no. Mm. so that was that. But like, look, this is a really minor. Oh, I mean, complaint. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to not buy The game looks incredible. I'm not going to not we, play it because we, they play I, an intro cutscene. The, the bit game alone is stuffed to the brim full of lore and reading materials. And it, it like anything that you encounter in the game, there's like five documents that like details mm, how the, I love the lore. Yeah. How the, how this item came to be. Cause it, the game's I, all about like, like outer world events and it's about items of, of, of power that yeah, yeah. are kind of in tune with other dimensions. Like yeah. they're, they have properties of like other dimensions. Well, the very first time they like yeah. showed this game off, they focused on her gun, which was like it's like reshaping itself in her yeah. hand. And I was like, "Ooh, what's the deal That's with pretty, that?" Dude? It's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you only have one that one gun the whole game. But, a lot of firing modes, but though. it more. No, I was gonna say it probably it things. turns into whatever you need. Yeah, yeah. and it's fully upgradable. That's and like, cool. Uh, tons of cool variety and and just the flow of combat. And I know we I've talked about this before, but the flow of combat in that game feels so much fun because you're constantly going through a dance of. Throwing objects out of the ground and do- and now jumping and floating and dodging mm-hmm. to shooting and you're doing this whole dance with these enemies and the best part about the game is the comic constantly keeps you engaged and it's constantly fun. Just the whole the, they nailed. It's like they had this gameplay concept and they're like, okay, we have to design a game around this. Yeah, someone like put yeah. Something together so and like, well, this is it, chief. And and even the art direction really gets me or gets to me because of how awesome it looks. Like just like the sh- like it's. It's in one location, but that location is constantly, like, gorgeous to look at. It's yeah. constantly, like, a pleasure to be running around in, I, I have to say. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, honestly, one of my favorite games this year. It's, it's already making my top five. Yeah, I like agree. Easily. I agree 100%. It's probably one of my top, top games from this year. Um, and the last thing, last thing I'll, I'll bring up uh, is I finished Shadowbringers. 
Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Final Fantasy fifteen um, or fourteen. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone here, like like you, Trip, or anyone out there. But uh, it's up there as one of like the best Final Fantasy stories I've played since I want to say twelve, uh, ten. I haven't finished twelve yet. I've heard that at least from a story perspective, Final Fantasy fourteen has done nothing but get better with their expansions. Oh yeah, and it's easily like it's like a TV show that sucks in its first season, <laughs> but like it's Agents of Shield. Yeah, that's what it is. I, it's I like mean, season one of Agents of Shield was kind of like a bummer, but Dude, season four slapped. It was the. It's like it's like you want more. Like you want you. I like the, the story ended, and I'm like, I can't fucking wait to get to the next story beat of this mm. game. And you know that they're already like about to crank out two more expansions of this thing. And not to mention, every expansion has like that interstitial. Yeah, like they'll probably update something, yeah. roll it out. Like and... even Stormblood had like four patches of story yeah. that they added after I quit the after I finished yeah. the Stormblood main campaign. So, yeah. I'm at that Fuck point yeah. between the original Realm Reborn and Heavensward and Heavensward and yeah. man. That's a slog. It's they're, a slog. They're going to they're going to condense it. I know that they already said that they're going to I'm going to be through it. it. Yeah, that's by the fine. time it's all done. Um but. also the SNES emulator came out for the uh the Switch. Hell, yes. I have been playing Mario World, Super Mario World and Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Mhm. And I've owned the game. I own the cartridge of Link to the Past, but I've never completed it. So now that it's on my it? Switch, yeah, I'm already halfway. I'm already oh, halfway nice, through dude. it. Um, I unlocked. I don't know if anyone remembers the game, but I unlocked the Shadow Realm, and I've gotten the three medallions. Like I'm already further than I've ever been when I was like a 12 year old playing this game. Nice. So yeah. like, it was a hard game. It was a hard. But like, I'm adult. I'm adult brain now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. so I can I can figure out kind of like the Zelda tricks and big old adult brain. It's, honestly, this game is a freaking. It's a banger. It's really good. Oh, it was a masterpiece. It it's was a masterpiece then. Easily a masterpiece. Um, it's getting me more excited for the remake of Link's Awakening, but I don't know if I want to like like I feel like, like I got to finish this first and then I'll yeah. get it. Um, yeah, I think I think I might do that because for sure it's a good play. Imagine that gameplay because it's like I'm playing in the old pixel gameplay, mm-hmm. right? Imagine that just like in with the gorgeous ga- graphics of of today. I uh, I think that's what's exciting I, me as well. I have been and I will be. I'll be playing You're it gonna be the doing Friday it? that it. Are you going to stream it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the day before, I'm actually trying I'll to watch like, it. I'll watch you play it. I'm trying to time out how it's going to work, but I'm going to play the original uh, the day before, I think. I think I was going to do... The whole thing? Yeah. You're going to do it in one day? Yeah. You could beat the game in one day? Uh, if is you're... One, is, can you do that? I mean, a speed run is like three hours. Are you kidding a, me? Um, I still have the Game Boy cartridge. Ca- oh, yeah, dude. I have yeah. I have the original and I have the DX version, I have version the DX too. version, yeah. Um, if you play like normally, like exploring... Bouncing between dungeons, taking the game at your own pace. It's like 15 hours. So oh, man. I'm pretty sure in a stream day I can average that out and go wait, top wait. to bottom. Are you, are you sure you're not going to like ruin it for yourself? Don't you want to like re-engage with the game without like, – like separated from the old game? Or are you okay with kind of you like, know, like, buying, and, buying the game that you just beat the old version yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's, it's, it's a good question. I've actually thought about it too when planning this out. Yeah, but I'm not going to lose anything because I already know that game like the back of my hand. Okay, you know? and if anything, I want to refresh all of the game for me so I can catch all the things that they've done to make the experience new. Gotcha. Okay, and that's where I land on on that side of the fence. That's cool. It's a good all question right. though, for sure. But yeah, but yeah, I don't think I'm gonna I'm not de- have a great. I'm time. debating on picking it up day one. Yeah. I've I don't heard know if there's I there have been some reviews that have come out that. Uh, kind of make the dungeon builder 
seem a little bit less than exciting. I saw those. Uh, turns out it's just like kind of like a dungeon rearranger instead of a builder. Yeah, and they kind of just they throw the same mechanics at you from the other dungeons and then give you like little challenges. Yeah. And stuff. So yeah. yeah, you Felix, if uh, have you done a, a Zelda game besides Breath of the Wild? I um, started playing Breath of the Wild, mm. and I realized that there were a bunch of tropes in that that are common to Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. And what I figured out was that I played Link to the Past, but forgot I did. Mm. Um, there were a lot of things in that that I was like, oh, this is very familiar. And then I bought a Super Nintendo uh, Classic, mm-hmm. and then... Popped open Link to the Past and went, oh, yeah, I, f- I fucking totally played this nice. shit. Yeah, man. So, but I yeah, forgot. But going through, like, a dungeon, what they're doing for the remake of uh, Link's Awakening is you get all of those But dungeon... Link's Awakening is what? Like the, Game a, the Game Boy. Well, the Game Boy version of Link to the Past. No, just its no, own it's, entry. It's, it's, it was just its own thing. It's, it's okay. own thing. Yeah. It follows a story after but it was Link it, to the Past. was it during that time period? It yeah. was after Link to the Past came out, yeah. But, like, during that time period when they were developing kind of on the same scale or same... If Link's the Past was like ninety one, then uh, Link's Awakening was like three years after that. Two or oh three yeah, years. right, yeah. right. It's, so it's been around the same time, relatively Game similar. Yeah. yeah. But whenever you get through a dungeon in this re-release, they essentially give you all those rooms from the dungeon to build your own dungeon. Mix and match, with. mix and match rooms, and, and share stuff. that to the public. No, no, like just, super, no, just just just, just, for just to do it for your own challenging um, needs. So you don't get to really build your own dungeon rooms. You get to kind of rearrange your own dungeon flow. And also, every room has to be solvable on its own, so you can't make, like, multi-room, multi-path layouts. So all you're really doing is, like, going from room to room, finishing a room that you That order. you've probably played before in yeah, the other dungeons. and then going yeah. to, a, you know, whatever mm-hmm. boss you pick. Seems like not that great of a experience at the it's end some, of the day. I mean, it's, they had, I but, guess they're like, oh, well, if you have to do something. It's something, you know? yeah. I mean... We'll know more when the full game comes out. Is this, you know, you can probably ignore the whole thing. Is this new, or are they game. trying to capitalize off of Mario Maker and ha- their people's obsession? The answer to that question is probably both. Okay. It is new, yeah. and they it probably want to like have that vibe. But with Mario Maker, you have complete control to like right. create every aspect of a Mario level. Yeah, you don't with this now. Albeit making a, a dungeon, making a dungeon puzzle. You know, like I mean, that's a novelty rooms, that people haven't had, right? Yeah. Making that is a lot tougher than making a w- one linear side-scrolling Mario, Mario level. level. So, like, yeah. I get it. Uh, but but yeah. this is a novelty that Legend of Zelda fans have not had yet. Correct. Yeah. There has been no Zelda maker. Okay. Yeah. Which fuck, is something yeah. I know my brother is a huge Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. Something he's wanted for years. And he heard about this this mode. Yeah. And I tried to – I talked to him today. And I was, like, I was like, I just don't want you to be disappointed mm-hmm. when it's just a level tile set rearranger. Yeah. Yeah, so – We'll see. we'll see. Maybe it'll end up being cool yeah. in some kind of way. You know, a way to, like, refresh the experience or, like, make your own kind of flow. Mm-hmm. I'm just there more, might be something good to I'm more excited because I, I like the art style, and I like that it game. It does look beautiful, So yeah. I think it's a cool thing that they redid this game, and I hope they do it with more of the Zeldas. Mm-hmm. So that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it for sure. What you got, Trip or Felix? Uh, well, I haven't done much in terms of other video games. This is a big... Uh, Oh, shit. No, dude, I almost forgot. I played so much Destiny this week. Oh, what? You I played forgot. Destiny? Crazy, right? <laughs> but I forgot so much. I played so much, I forgot about what I did in uh, No Man's Sky. And I didn't want to talk oh about that. Oh, my God, yes. I want to talk about that a little bit. But let me, let me hit Destiny first because it's a, it's a pretty succinct story. But I, uh, I finally got my competitive Crucible 
weapon quests finished this week in Destiny 2. Which one's that? Uh, I actually got three guns finished with a fourth one almost done. Uh, these are the Mountaintop uh, Grenade Launcher, the Recluse Submachine Gun. All these guns require you to like do quest lines and then also hit 2,100 points, the Fabled rank, in competitive PvP, which is pretty tough to do. With that gun. No, you or you have to hit that rank to then earn the gun after the quest line. That's like the last step of the quests. Um, but it was a struggle, man. It's it's tough. It's it's real, real intense. You know, competitive gameplay. And I've spent pretty much all summer working towards this. Had uh, had the help of Lock and Key, mm-hmm. of course. Um, we miss you, RIP, buddy. We uh, miss you, Lock. Miss you, bud. Uh, the help of uh, of his friend and now uh, member of the EG. Discord community. Uh, Jesus Crow was in there as well. Those guys are just wild, insane PvP. Oh, Jesus in our, uh, our Discord now a lot. He huh? Games on. Uh, oh, he's on, there. Yeah, on Destiny on PC. Uh, proud of him. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, yeah, lo- we're chilling there, community. and we were uh, we were gaming, dude. And like I've learned a lot that, dude. over this whole summer, and really kind of put it all into play. One of those last nights, and just made a push all the way through. Hell yeah! Just great communication, great shots. Uh, I mean, I was like, kind of like thinking when I went in. All right, I'm gonna get easily carried by. By these guys, right? Yeah. I'm just going to be able to sit back and just like take take the wins and just like get it done. But uh, dude, we fought some of the sweatiest games I've ever played in my entire life that night. In you Destiny. were sweaty. It was wild as fuck. And like the spread at the end of the games, like we're all pretty even. Like there was no game where I had like one kill and like you know point two zero. You were playing KD. very consistently. Everything was yeah. like just just team based, focused up. It was a real. Real, real effort, and I felt like it's a beautiful thing. Like I really like earned the gun, which felt great. Jesus Crow taught me the word sweaty. Yeah, I didn't know it. Oh yeah, he's he can get sweaty, dude. They can they can all get sweaty. No, he was describing some people we were getting ready to play when we were going to do trials mm-hmm. at one point. He's like the dudes we're going up against sweaty. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Am I supposed to be scared? You're playing so hard, you're sweating, dude. Yeah, yeah. So is the gun worth it? Oh, dude, absolutely. It's a good gun, thousand percent. But the mountaintop, which is a, a primary kinetic grenade launcher uh and then you have the recluse which is a submachine gun that's your energy submachine gun mm-hmm. uh those two guns have become the pve preferred loadout for challenges and for top tier end game content for speedrunners. oh and, shit and main things to do in the game in the pve space that's crazy so it's it's completely paradigm shifting it's crazy the uh the grenade launcher pairs with auto reloading mechanics to just like constantly shoot grenade launchers at a, at a at an enemy's face, right? A big boss's face to mm-hmm. just burn their health. And the submachine gun has a damage increase that procs when you get a kill with any other weapon and also itself. So you kill anything, then bring out the submachine gun, the recluse and keep killing with it. All like the, your low level. You're ads. just, you're just running. You're just doing these, nothing yeah. but refreshing a five second damage increase. Every time you get one kill, it is literally the best in class energy weapon in the game period. Wow, and it was it was locked behind a how many, PvP. How game. many of you guys have gotten that so far? Uh, at this point, in our I was actually the last one in, oh, our, in our clan to get it. Yeah, so now you a all are just like a bunch they, of they, they, like, steamrollers. Made a big push uh, a month ago and just finished it all up. Wow. So good job, but it's crazy. Yeah, good job. Um, you you get a a point bonus every reset every Tuesday if you played at least three competitive games. So okay, the game before I won it, I was sitting at the amount of points where if I just called it, went to sleep, and if I waited. Uh, two days from now, from recording, right? This was, it was four days at that point. You two days had from enough. Now, I would have just gotten it. I would have woken up, gone to reset, and but you're like, no, there. that's not like, good enough. I want, I want to push it. right there. And we won that next game. 
It was a 10-minute game. We all, each team only scored like 50 points, and we won by one point. It was so the goddamn intense, dude. Damn. But I'm glad that like it came down to that, and I earned it that way. Well, good job, man. Thank you, man. I'm proud of it. Now I can do like some wild low-man challenges. I only have two weeks before the entire meta changes with Shadowkeep. Hey! But uh, you know, we'll get it in there. Um, the other thing that I spent a lot of time doing this week, which is a lot of fun, was uh, working on one of our planets in No Man's Sky. That you have also landed on now and have a base. I have settled. Constructed. Yeah, I have settled. Yes. Felix, let me describe this planet to you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I can so I can explain I my vision know. for this planet. Uh, it's a very pretty planet. There are rainbows. There's a swaying bluegrass in the uh, in the wind. Right. Uh, I'm high visualizing palm it. trees. You know, there's weird animals. They look like just hopping rocks or blobs. Nothing too you know really animal looking. No, nothing aggressive. Nothing aggressive. Animal. You don't have acid soil. No, nothing like that. Every 20 minutes, 25 minutes, there are, there are burning hot rainstorms that come down. Right. It's a shame. Uh, but it's, they're infrequent. It's not in the uh, green belt, is it? No, no. They, uh, <laughs> they don't last very long, and it's, it's overall fine to deal with, right? Planet's got great resources. Uh, it's got great, like, you know, it's got ancient bones you can dig up to make money. It's got things in caves you can mine. It's got uh, emerald deposits. Emerald is the third highest quality star mineral it's like it's a great place to be and it looks gorgeous right mm-hmm. what makes it gorgeous is that the the landscape is a t- is a series of mesas just big bumps up where there's plateaus on top and you can just like oh wow kind of land on that one and set up a nice little house with a view and you look, did look gorgeous you right? did that so i found this planet and built my first little house there i'm like this would be kind of cool to come back to and and uh, kind of mess around with. So I went back there a couple weeks ago, set up a little... When you set up a house, do you get a fast travel beacon? You, yes. You can build one, yeah. yeah. You get a whole also, bunch yeah, of tools you, just, you can construct. Yeah, actually, you can just warp back to your, your base without a teleporter. You can't warp out, but if you warp to right. it, you just appear at your base It's a computer. one-way Stargate. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you get a whole bunch of tools, yeah. Felix. To... You drop a base computer and get back there. Can you have more than one house that's considered classified yes. as a base? You can have unlimited amount of bases, oh, okay, even on okay. the same planet. Yeah, one get base computer is like essentially one plot of area that yeah. you can be a. Be That's a, a really good question. Base. I'm glad you asked it because it's important to the to story. part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get there. I set up a little like uh, little mining, little plant. Just to you know, I'm all t- I'm testing. I'm learning the ropes as I go. Right. <sighs> set up a little a little way to mine emerald for myself. Make a couple million every couple hours. Just a nice little nice little farm essentially. I bring Neo onto the planet. Set up. A, he's got a little house on a separate mesa, and I'm like. You know what? I can man? wave to him from it from mine. You know what? Uh, meanwhile, I set up another another mining base, and I'm just making endless amounts of money. I am I'm currently 150 million away from a billion. So I I'm rich. Is that a lot of money in that game? Yeah. It's so much money. It's it's <laughs> it's so much money. He can own S class of any pretty much any ship or object in the game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're you essentially won the game. I can buy it and then just have have still. Hundreds of millions. I can't believe you. I can buy ten of them and just. I can't believe. I'm like, I was in shock when you said that in the chat. So I'm in No Man's Sky. I'm, you didn't cheat. No, he didn't. No, I. Just, he used the mechanics of the game to earned. acquire all this money. Yeah, and he just he you found out the economy the economy hole and you just plugged it. I, you I put that plug right I in. I found it. a planet, set up a little mining colony, and just, I'm earning, dude. Just drive over there, and, and he won't share the planet's location. I will now because I don't. I have no like. What am I going to okay, do? Okay, thanks. I'd like to. I'd like to see that planet. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm. So in this game, monetarily, I'm. I'm the one percent of the one percent, right? I am. I'm the Jeff Bezos of you're this the, game. You're the Coke, Coke right brother, now. right? Right. Um. So, I realized I could just really buy whatever materials I could want. 
which means I have endless mm-hmm. materials. He no to longer build. needs to be a gatherer. I don't have to. I don't have to go around with my little mining pl- laser. You don't and, have to farm. No, I just I can just get what I need. So I'm like, if I could have unlimited materials, I could really. How many build. weeks did it take you to do this? Like I figured I, I've played. Didn't this come out like two weeks ago? The update came out end of July. Very end of July, so about a, a solid month, maybe really? month and a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was like July twenty eighth or something. I think. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, you, you've amassed this much wealth since well, the end of the, July. The base that I built that mines on this a different planet. I don't even know what started I'm talking about. from the beginning of the game. No, 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 no. This is something I did like a week or two ago. But the way that I built this base after I accumulated, let's say, like twenty, thirty million, but already that was enough to like buy what I needed. Right. Mm-hmm. Reinvested that into my mine, and now my mine makes fifty million every eight hours. It's crazy. I wish life were just way. sitting there, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not going back there for eight hours. It does hours for some point. people. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it does. So I'm, I'm looking at all these mesas on this gorgeous planet. I'm like, you know what? What if there was literally a highway that connected my mesa to the one across from me? What if I built a road? And not just the road, but what if I like constructed this visually so that it looks like it's being, it's being supported. It's got you know bridge mechanics and, and all of this stuff. Because mm-hmm. he could have just made a floating platform. Yeah, as long as you get like a piece of road or some kind of construction piece situated, you can connect other pieces to it. Oh, I so see. if I just wanted a functional road, all I have to do is put a, a piece of like pavement on the ground mm-hmm. and just build straight across, and I would have been fine. But I wanted to like have this bridge look like, it's like part a of legitimate the bridge. Like it's part of the game. So that's what I did, dude. I made like like a gigantic fucking bridge. Are you, I want to see if I can yeah, pull up the, I'll yeah. try and pull up the Discord. Are you turning pictures. No Man's Sky into your own personal Erector set? Kind of. Is that yeah. what you're doing? That's essentially what I'm doing, dude. Yeah. I'm For s- all the kids out there, Erector sets were something that you would it's buy. Honestly, oh, there it, it's yeah. honestly so impressive how powerful this game is. Here, I'm, oh, there goes my power. Is this his bridge? This is his bridge. It is so impressive how that's, powerful this I'm, game is now. I'm there. I don't know if you can really tell. But I'm standing right there in the middle of of that stuff. Now I haven't finished off like the cleanliness of all of this, but like this goes all the way across this. Uh... That's great. Sorry, people listening to a podcast. Yeah. We do need a screen for uh, for the YouTube video. I'll we throw do pictures like that um, up onto it. But he literally legitimately built like a suspension bridge. Well, is that a suspension? No, this is no, a. This uh, is it's a... gonna be an arch arch support arch support bridge. bridge. But I there's dude there's two more maces to connect. I do want to build a suspension a suspension yeah. design. I gotta tell you, No Man's Sky easily wins the most improved game of a this generation. Is another another yeah. angle of this, uh, hands down, because they've honestly went from a "Hey, look at this planet simulator," right in the beginning. That's like all it was, mm-hmm. to a Minecraft-like build your own galaxy, explore and enjoy something new every, almost every time. Yeah, um, it is. It is very impressive how the game. So what I, has what I had to do, Felix, is set up another base over here. Because your base footprint only goes so far, so right. where my computer was, it got me to about the middle of this like uh, this valley, this ravine. To so put make more I put than a computer one base over there, and, and they overlap their their base footprints, and I could build mm-hmm. straight across essentially, which is what I did. And the cool thing they, they added, like I guess last year, was they added like rovers and different kind of land vehicles. You can as actually well. drive, you know, floating vehicles, big uh, machinery. You can just drive on these roads. I got like a little four wheeler. Oh, that's your character right there. That's me right there. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Very, very tiny here, standing above above all yeah. of this. And if that, so you made it wide enough for a vehicle to drive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This can fit depending on the size. It can fit two vehicles going in opposite directions, mm-hmm. or like one giant one, like that Channing's big Colossus, Colossus thing. Only mm-hmm. fits about one. I need to unlock that with the 
Size of No Man's Sky. I know you're building this and you're loving it. Yeah. I'm not giving you, like, I'm not being contrary, but in, with the size of No Man's Sky, because mm-hmm. this is a problem I have had in Fallout 4. Sure. Um, you put all this work in. Mm-hmm. Is your labor going to, like, are you going to get to see the fruits of your labor with, like, people utilizing the bridge? Or is it just no? you build it to build it? Just build it to build it. There the is people, a one in a one billion chance someone could find this planet. The odds are probably higher. Oh, you think that. now? I mean, I don't know, but but there are there are literally trillions of planets, and that number doesn't mean a lot when you right. just say the word trillions. But like, right. it's crazy. insane how many planets there are in one galaxy, let alone all the galaxies. So there, that are in this there's game. not a chance that this people will be... could potentially stumble across this. But yeah, they could. But yeah. the chances of it happening are, are so super it, tiny. So it doesn't look. It doesn't stay there. It does. Yeah, it you, stays there even after you leave. Mm-hmm. You can upload your uh, your bases essentially to the master server. Go to the master server, mm-hmm. and then they're there. So then, so like when you when you, you when you build and you update your base, you send those updates to the. You can upload mm-hmm. the the updates. Yeah. Can you make the choice to not upload them and not make them permanent? Yeah, you just click yeah. don't upload base. That's your that's your computer. Oh, okay, cool. Now. The real pull of this is to get your friends over to the same planet or at least get them there. Not even if they don't want to build a base there permanently. Get them on – like get that planet on their most recent visited list so they can like visit it if they want to and spend time there and go hang out there if they wanted to, right? And you have up to – on a PC at least, up to 32 people can be in a multiplayer server together, in an instance right. together. So you get your friends there. Like your friends could be using all of this stuff, which is probably – why I don't mind investing the time into it. Well, I mean, one, because it's cool. I would do it anyway. I fucking love building and Legos and all that shit. Right. But also we have the Emerging Gamer community, people that play on PC. And they can come in. They can come here. They could you know, visit our planets. They can, they can see all this stuff. So there's like multiple uh, payoffs for this. And there's also people like probably building like cool mansions that have like. Oh, yeah. There was a story on Kotaku about someone building like an opera house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I post, that's in the that's No like, Man's Sky you know, chat. human in the game human-sized opera house with just like rows and rows of benches and they use like like the location beacons to look like laser beams going up into the, into well, the stage on, on the you know on the stage like animations and stuff it was, it was cool man it's yeah, insane we have people in our discord who are always posting pictures of whatever they're doing oh yeah <laughs> oh, this is another one this is my one of my beachfront properties this is the house that yeah, I built you... on a King of Thalions uh, found a planet and invited everyone that was watching him in the chat to like build to, a, to build his there. planet, yeah. So oh, wow. that is actually that planet. His his planet is an actual populated planet of human players. There's so much you just see nothing but like bases on the horizon. It's so it's, it's just marked like the, this this icon, the base marking icon, are just covered. It's covered the whole planet because he's popular and people know that he's there and they're going yeah. there to build planets. Yeah, as well. he he sent those coordinates out into the they want to hang out with the celebrity well. exactly. Or just That's 100% or, what it is, or at know? least create a planet where it is an actual there are other people Earth like planet yeah. where there's human. Where oh no no no! I, I get that, yeah. but <laughs> don't you think that eighty percent of the people are there hoping that their their building shows up on his stream? Oh sure, that's yeah. some of the. I mean, I for sure, yeah. You, you, or he comments. You on gave me shit. the cord. Like you got me to that planet. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If, right, right. If uh, if they see whatever I build there. Oh no no no! I, I'm. I'm aware that yeah, you don't I, care. I brought Neo because I wanted to show him this. Now, that's yours? Now, I built this. Yeah, this is my... On uh, his. On, on Gothalian's. Yeah. So, like, I got, yeah. you know, pathways going down to the beach and little overhangs. And I'm really proud of this house design. But it's really gorgeous, by the way. It's very you. nice. Thank it's you. It's very nice. An interesting thing that happened when I got there was that Neo couldn't see this. I couldn't. Why? 
Who knows? Uh, that's a great question. He's great in question. my game. I'm mm-hmm. the one that built that, but he couldn't see it. I think that still? is still. Mm-hmm. I think that's because of how many people are on that planet. How populated? Yeah, it is and it's possible. just there's yeah. not enough. Right. Like whenever you whenever I fly in there, it, I mean it's it's something performance related probably, or also like things. how the game handles the priority of what to show depending on how many people are in a server. Right. You know, like there's something like that. Whenever I fly in there, my frame rate drops by like like eighty percent. Like the game performance tanks because of all the things that it's trying to do to, to load and show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But it's wild, man. The game is is an insane insane amount of fun. My uh, my next my next project with this. Um, I know I'm an insane person. I want to trash these pillars. This is about... (laughs) I like the pillars. I want to rotate them 90 degrees. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Because right now, this is only one unit of width, and I want to build, like, archways in between and make it look like it's supported by, like, like, little metal beams and everything. Okay. So it would be a thin little line. If I rotate them this way, they can be three wide and have three wide lanes of support. It would look like... That would look a better... architecturally sound if someone were really looking at this thing. All right. You got me on board. So... uh, I just, like, why... Go through that. I know. I know. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. I I decided this the night this got done, but it took me like, like thirty minutes to be like, Nah, I don't like it. Delete like, I'm the looking. Whole I'm thing. like, you know what? If I'm being honest with myself, I fucking hate it, and I want to trash <laughs> it and start over again. I'm not gonna start hey, over. Hey man, you're this, your, you're your own worst critic. You're your best critic. I know. You know? The, remember, the road's gonna stay, but the remember my go. anecdote about Second Life. Got it. I, How that it was like game. this horrible, surreal landscape of people. It's a nightmare. Un- nightmare it was. Game. It was just sex and people's unfinished projects. <laughs> that's that, what. That's, that's what No Man's Sky is. That's what. Ha- what happens when you like put people into this giant open world where they can just do whatever they want? Yep. All they do is fuck and and not complete things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's life in a nutshell. Yeah. But I've already gone down and I've started marking. Like I change the color every ten units down, so I know like how wide they are or how long oh, okay. they are so I can like evenly match the arches when I'm building and stuff like that. Okay. I'm just going to trash it and rotate it and then it'll look great, dude. I can't wait to see that. There's two more bridges on this planet to build. There's two whole mesas one, to one to my One to my mesa. This, so from this mesa to yours and yeah. then from yours back to mine and then just have this road connect all of them. And then we'll make, build some slums in the bottom yeah. and then, then yeah. we'll be the... Definitely yeah. a shanty town at shanty the bottom town? of the valley. Yeah. This will be like upper Midgar. It'll be lower, it. lower Midgar down here. Channing's building a racetrack on a planet he found. And is there like tools to do that? No, yeah. is there a way to upgrade like a, the vehicles so that they can be raced? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you can like upgrade your uh, yeah. your boost mechanics, your uh, your engine. That's performance. Speed, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. See, that might see a lot of like um, traffic because yeah. at least emerging no, gamer no traffic. Fun. No fun. Intended. Yeah, yeah, traffic. Yeah. <laughs> But that's something that like people can do is like a bonding thing. Yeah, imagine you know? like setting up your own No Man's Sky race league. League. Yeah, yeah. That's dude. Emergent gamer No it's, Man's Sky. It's crazy. Race league. Yeah, that's really cool. So a lot of possibilities. I'm having a lot of fun playing virtual Legos in No Man's Sky well, with my billions of dollars. All right. Speaking of Midgard. Oh, Midgar. Yeah, yeah. a little. Um, oh wait, did you want to? Did you Did you have anything? Um, well, we talked about control. I played that and I'm not finished, so I'll get through that eventually. Uh, Borderlands three came out. Oh my God. It did. How is it? How is it Felix? I didn't play it. Okay. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think any of us here. No, I, I pre-ordered it. It came to me the day of, I had forgotten about it because what had come out and what is more important to me is a basically what amounts to a quality of life update for Fallout 76. And how is it? It's yeah, it's outstanding. 
And it only proves that they're just making this game better and better and better. Felix, I got to tell you. What? I'm, I'm on the Fallout 76 subreddit. And listen, if, if I did not know that that place existed and I only heard you talk about this game, I would think that this game is like the greatest thing in the world. But the subreddit for Fallout the subreddit 76 finds people hating it. They just they find the the problems of the game, and they're just like, "Yeah, this is the this is the problem." Yeah, this is like it's just it's just so it's just problems, just problems. Um, I mean, but you're on. You... I, I would say it's six, it's sixty percent. Oh, I like doing this in the game, and I like I like this about the game, and then forty percent like. Like, oh my god, this is this is still broken. This is still a problem. This yeah. monetization is bullshit. Well, like, I remember, see just a, a, like a my perspective is not the PC. Correct. So you could be hearing feedback from a broke-ass PC version that's still broke-ass. Wouldn't when, surprise me. When are we getting you on the PC, by the way? I don't fucking know. Don't, okay. It's not talking right. about it. I just got to keep, just gotta keep that question fresh I'm, in your I'm mind. Gonna, I'm going to put this out here. Yeah. The moment the new consoles are announced, I think you'll you're just going to... Yes, you're going to be like, yeah, PS5, Xbox that's, One, Two. I already plan to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've, I'm sure that's going to get in the way of that PC for mm-hmm. Felix. That's just my prediction. This is my prediction. It's um, not a bad prediction. Yeah, it's easy money. Mm-hmm. So the part, the part of the game, after you get through like all the story stuff, you know, like I launched my first nuke, I did all that stuff, right? Nice. It's all done. Um, the other stuff that keeps you coming back and playing the game is leveling for the future. Because you're gonna, and then there's also um, uh, a bunch of they, they came out with this like app, uh, explore Appalachia thing where you become like a a scout, like mm-hmm. a you know like a Boy Scout, right? And uh, there's these badges you can earn, and those badges I got addicted to doing, like. You don't really get anything for it. They're just achievements. Well, you get like a backpack that can like be upgradable to give you more storage space. I mean, that sounds stuff like, like a that. Thing. Yeah, and there's yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Most of most of it's cosmetic that you get for unlocking these badges, which you know. So I got into those, and some of those are really hard, and some of them require me to farm the events. So certain events, certain events that drop certain the public plans. events, public events, yeah, public events are, were up until this quality of life patch. Kind of a pain in the ass because you don't really know anything about what's going down with them. You don't know. This problem occurred very frequently. You join it and you realize, oh, there's a minute left. And now I'm fucked. Mm. You know, I joined this minute left. and You don't get the maximum rewards. No, you you don't accomplish it. Mm. You get there with a minute left and you're like fucked because you got to do all these things in a minute. Right. Right. If you could see something. Before you decided to join it, that told you how much time's fucking left and how many people are actually helping you to do it. There was that would a, be nice, wouldn't it? There was a tool in I, – I think it's in, Des- in Destiny 1 where you could literally see when the public events were going to be coming yeah. around. It was a third-party tool. You had to go to a website to do it. Yeah, yeah. right. A very convenient thing right. to have knowing, oh, if I wait here at this time, I can see this public event pop Nothing up. about yeah. what I'm talking about tells you anything about the future. There's yeah. no – I'm not looking at like there's not an in-game timeline that shows me. Oh, this public event's coming up. I, if we had that. That would be fucking outstanding. But just there knowing, is a Destiny too. Just saying. Just <laughs> I know. But just knowing that the event has already been going on for 12 minutes. Sure. Right. And 
so there's no point in me joining it is 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 enough to not waste my time. Mm-hmm. So I that's something that they added. Else. They added time. They added the that yeah. to the giant public events that require a lot of steps and for people. They didn't do it to every like the daily events. Daily events don't have this capability. You still can potentially join a daily event and then discover, oh shit, there's some time. Gotcha. Too much time into it, but the big ones like the Project Paradise, the the first like raid like event that they created, that one has it, um, and then a bunch of bunch of other major ones. And what's great about this is now these are full, like people are going to them. People are going to them because now they can see the count of people there. And you're getting in. They're full. They're worth it. They're fun. Definitely makes a, those events more worthwhile. Yeah, you yeah. get a shit ton of experience and potentially, you know. So it's not it's not laborsome to repeat these. That's and awesome. remember, at this point, we're just buying time until the wastelanders come comes out. If you're where I am, I'm about ready to hit level ninety. Damn. Right. So yeah. if you're where I am at like level ninety, you know full well that the only thing to do at this point are public events. Because they earn you experience. That's more valuable than, let's say, using nukes. Well, the nukes thing, people are doing that to farm certain materials so that they can they can craft more complicated uh, bullets and armor. I'm doing fully gotcha. a melee build, so I don't even care about bullets. Every bullet I get, I put in my vending machine for free. Gotcha. Practically for free. There's a couple I sell for a, a, a cap a bullet. Uh, some of the more rare bullets, I'll sell for a cap a bullet, but... Every like all the low end ballistic bullets, they're all zero caps. You can just walk up to my vending machine, open it up, get the bullets. Some guys that's like that's like the standard to do, right? I think people do that. I I read it on a bunch of sites, and I rec I recommend it if you're trying to put amu- ammunition into your vending machine. Don't charge people for ballistics. Yeah, you know the the goal is just to empty out my stash. Sure. You know I could not pick up the bullets, but. I'm also doing a service for guys I play with on a regular basis who use guns, sure. like Splorence, my buddy that comes in all the time, and David Cable, who comes in all the time. Both of those guys use bullets on a regular basis, so Splorence always hits up my vending machine to get the free shotgun shells that I'm putting there. Like Neo's going to hit up my uh, my mine in the future to, to get a couple. Yeah, fucking get that material and make that money. So I like <laughs> I like what they did with this public event thing, and so I'm prioritizing it. It matters more to me than Borderlands Three because I am still. Currently, right now, on the pre-sequel, which, by the way, fuck everybody's opinion about like how much they hate it because I love it. The pre-sequel's great. Isn't that the one with like the oxygen and the low gravity yeah, thing? Yeah, like pe- for some reason, people hate the fact that it's not this fast-paced, speeding shooter because of the slowed-down oxygen and the fact that you got to think about oxygen. But I mean, you're right at home on that game, man. That's space and. Like, well, I just no, I no, just no. I'm like saying Borderlands. Borderlands in general, no, I know, you don't but those like, those but, mechanics. But yeah. I'm saying like if you were a Borderlands fan and you went in, you'd be like, oh, wow, space mechanics. Well, I, I have to pay attention to oxygen. This there's really stuff cool. like that with, um, oh, God, what was that game? Oh, God. Uh, it, it does slow down fuck. combat, but it makes the ignore game. Ignore me. Ignore me. Keep talking. I'm it gonna it slows down combat, but it makes the game so much more vertical because you can use your oxygen, the boosters you Pray. get. Prey. Yeah. Sorry. Prey. <laughs> there yeah. was a game called Prey that was like yeah, we know. like a refreshed Bioshock right. kind of vibe, right? Yeah. I think it was also a remake of another game called Prey as well. But yeah, besides that, Prey takes place in a space station, mm-hmm. uh, and there's oxygen, there's shooting, there's all yeah. – you do go outside, so there's little gravity mechanics. So, But, but the, the, the low gravity mechanics give the game this ability to be more vertical. Like how do I figure out to get the thing up there – 
you know, what do I got to jump on? Right, know, right, what, right. The burst and everything. So I really like it. I think it's like fresh and new and different than Borderlands 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone complained about it because their shooting was slower. Not the, that the guns shoot slower, but that they're moving slower. Right? Yeah, just to slow down the game things. pace. Maybe it slowed down the pace, and that was yeah. the big complaint. But sure. I don't have any problem with it at all. So I want to play that, and then I want to do two, and then I want to do three. That's your whole path. I am going to, like this Tuesday, I'm going to stream with Kyle, but he keeps DMing me. Why aren't you playing this? Why are you not playing, uh, you know, uh, Borderlands 3? It's out. Yeah. We waited so long. And it's funny, the ads for Borderlands 3 are obsessed with, like, rolling on that, like, that marketing. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what was the thing? It was like... uh, The marketing for Borderlands 3. The song they were just using was like... Oh, my God. The marketing for Borderlands 3 has been some of the craziest, hardest pushing marketing I've ever seen. No, but they're they're saying something to the effect of, like, this promo was, like, saying, oh, it was At Last. It was Etta James At Last. At Last, my love has finally come along. Mm -hmm. Like, they're playing on the fact that it took them so long to get the goddamn game out. So fans who are true fans, and I, I put myself in that category are ravenous that it's finally here and they just want to play it, play it, play it, play you're, it. Like but crazy. you're you've stuck yourself in a in a hole in a box where you gotta finish these other games first. Because as you guys pointed out prior to the show, I don't finish anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. No, but I think this should te- be a testament to you guys that I won't play this I really don't want to play this game full time be- until I finish the other ones. Dude, I, feel I mean really look bad. Look, I feel you, but everyone has their own rules. I mean I have my own self imposed rules like that about Assassin's Creed, and because of that, I have not played anything past Unity. Right, because you want to I have do my own the personal, prior to that, yeah. makes no goddamn sense to anyone but me, rules about how I want to experience those games. Yeah, the question is, why did I pre-order it? <laughs> well, yeah. well, I don't think I said, it just it's so still now, looks so good, and the game is out, so it's, you have these two, pre-order it. two conflicting pieces of yourself that are like, I, need, I want to pre-order every game, but I'm literally stuck playing the older games trying to catch right. up to yeah. the other games. Yeah. I just, um, I'm not going to be playing Borderlands 3. Uh, but I think the coolest thing about the game is how they're involving community and streaming I know, I saw that. into the game. Like mm. people can, people in your chat can send you gifts and things. Yeah, literally in the game, and it ties into the game story because there are people in the game. I think some of the uh, the antagonists are like streamers themselves, and they're sending their followers after you. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a meta kind of way to look at the whole thing, but mm. also you get rewarded. By actually streaming from the people uh, that are watching you. I, so. didn't, I didn't add this into the news, but this was a point of contention when the game dropped this past week, where only certain venues were getting review copies of the game. Yeah, I heard all about that. Yeah, and like for Fucking example, like stupid. Giant Bomb didn't get it, like PC Gamer got it, but Kotaku didn't get it. Didn't and, and um, they were building? They were not building, but they were playing different builds of the game, right? They weren't playing. Yeah, like, and and even the, the what they were de- describing the way the review process went was instead of just getting review codes like you would do. Yeah. Um, Epic and Gearbox were providing accounts that they had to get, that and they, they log gave onto the account, log onto the account, there, and it yeah, was yeah. a pre-release build that was different. So, like, they were playing PC builds that weren't the day one patch builds, but like they were missing things. And yeah, it's like <laughs> how do you how do you recommend that to someone when you're not playing what yes. they're playing? And it and to some people like Jeff Gersman of Giant Bomb and like Kotaku, they were saying like, well. Are they are they picking and choosing who they're sending it to because they want those day one reviews or and they're obligated to do however they want sure. it's their product, but it just felt as if they were being 
a little like picky and sh- like that's why that's when I brought up the marketing earlier. Everything about the marketing process since they announced the game earlier past this past year has been like a very strategically like focus tested. Like okay, we're gonna put everything on the side. Of, we're Borderlands gonna be on the side of buildings. Yep. We're gonna put commercials everywhere. The we're going to pay have, for all these endorsements. People that have been streaming it are like longtime Borderlands fans exactly. that they know are going to love yep. this game. And then there's the story of 2K sending fucking private eyes to this one YouTuber's house who had details on the game yeah, that it's been he very wasn't supposed aggressive to. Is the word I haven't seen another. I, don't, I can't name another game that has had this kind of like marketing timeline yeah and everything that we've seen from them has been like out of control you'd think they they might be a little insecure as to whether their game's good or not possibly there's been reports of performance issues i don't know about the console version but I I, the console the pc version has been having weird glitches and weird issues in certain situations uh, it's, and your mileage may vary like this isn't yeah, like, I haven't, I haven't this isn't across the like board that. but like the pc gamer review complained heavily about it polygon's review also did complain hmm. about it as well Interesting. um but again pre-release copy I don't even know if that's the day one build. Weird, man. So, like, that's the build that they were given yeah, ima- to report on. Imagine, yeah. like, putting out your review of a product, but then having to say in your review, just so you guys know, the thing that I played is not actually what you're going to be allowed to buy. So this is not I, representative of the copy so you're I can't playing. I can actually tell you if you're going to have the same experience. So, you wasted your time reading this, effectively. Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just it seems so fucking weird to me, dude. Well, anyway... I guess we'll we'll see about that. But do you guys want to talk about some other news? Yeah, I, I do, and I know you do. I too, do. Dude. There's a lot of cool stuff uh, that that we, we saw this weekend. We've created, and we I say we. It's mainly me. Create a complex with Neo, where <laughs> he is embarrassed <laughs> to talk about of his this? love of Death Stranding. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed by that? It's I pre-ordered not, it. I know you did. That what is that? That doesn't mean it doesn't anything, matter. Dude. It's, I fucking I'm wearing it like a badge. I pre-ordered it. The, the, it comes down to the okay. long-standing joke has been that the, they <laughs> they don't ever tell you or show you what this game is about. But like I'm always excited about it. Yeah, and and it, everyone's like, just oh the, well, the, you just like Kojima. You're just a the, Kojima just shill. The bubble is so easy to pop, you and it's are, right there, you dude. You are and a just Kojima like, shill. It's just like. I know. Secretly, but, look, been hired I'm, a, by I'm him. a huge fan of his work since I was a wee lad. All right, so wee lad, a wee When lad. I see a new project that this guy is working on, and it is intriguing, and it's new, and it's something that you don't see in the industry, like, like really Dude, ever. I'm a thousand percent excited for it. I'm, as well. I'm just gonna dive right in and talk dive about right it in. because do it. They showed off at TGS, the Tokyo Game Show, this past weekend. I read some of the notes, but there was a lot there. There's because it was a 50 minute demo of. Uh, yeah, oh, like he said, he wasn't going to like present anything about it. And but because he, of people and then he like got me, out there and went fuck it. I'm because of do people it. like me, that keep joking about how we don't know what this we game don't know is. what the game is. He and probably felt obligated to be like, let me show you some of. It's this the game. dumbest meme I've ever heard because. I know that's what it doesn't so, matter because it's a new story. It's like it's you watched so a trailer. It's so easy. Let's imagine watching a trailer for Alien, the movie Alien, mm-hmm. right? And going, "Oh, I don't know what this is about. I don't. I don't care about watching this movie." And I'm like, "But it's just a sci-fi movie. Just watch the fucking movie. They're just teasing the movie at you. Mm-hmm. Watch the movie, and then you'll understand the movie." Like, that's what pisses me off so much about the people that go, <laughs> well, I don't understand what this game is about because there are characters that are saying and doing things. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's a, it's, it doesn't have to give away the it's whole just, thing. It's, it's just so easy. It's so easy. I know. It, start, dude, it started it, – it's kept going now beyond the fact that we reasonably know what this game is going to be like. But it started yeah. – it started – Like, when ooh, they, it's when, intriguing. It started when they showed, like – 
you know the baby and Nor- naked, naked Norman, Norman Reedus and yeah. like, invisible people walking footprints on the beach and we're like okay but that's that's the appetizer that's the teaser yeah 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 you know what I mean w- and then I know exactly the- what they're doing but right you you latched on so hard in the beginning and I just, <laughs> I had to pop that little neo bubble dude and then just became its own little Ugh. personal meme right here yeah I love even you, I'm no excited. I know I know you're excited I am it's we're almost there. I know. We're almost there. You, I'm very excited. Your excitement convinced me to pre-order it. But here's the thing. We you saw the that. gameplay this weekend, right? Did we enjoy it? I'm going to say yes and no. This game, from what I've seen, is not going to be for everybody. Because it is what most definitely literally is a game of various systems. Systems on systems. Do, mm-hmm. Would I have a problem with that? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Because what they what the game was is it started it sh- it showed you the course of a whole mission, right? And it was you first it started up with you loading up Norman Reedus's backpack with various delivery items and stuff, and you're you're working through menus and you're you're rearranging his backpack and everything, and then he sends you out into the world. Like you get to play around in his like like rest area. Mm-hmm. He's got like a whole rest area that he can he can like hang out in. But um, after that, like in like like in Kojima fashion, like Metal Gear games, he's got a bunch of like little details planted in there. Like, oh, you can use the shower and the bathroom, mm-hmm. and uh, you can choose to sit or stand. The worlds have always been so like interactive in ways. The games, right. in those moments in time, like, really. Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Two is famous for its tech demo, mm-hmm. and the. Uh, Felix, there was a moment in the original tech demo of Metal Gear Solid 2 where they showed Ride or Snake shooting an ice bucket, and they would go, look at the ice cubes. Look at the ones closer together uh, melt slower than the ones that are solo because cause it's ice. And they were like, because P- why not? PS2 game. We're gonna do because this why not? This is the tech that we're using. Yeah. I remember when I was playing yeah. and I was hiding in uh, one of the cabinets. Uh, not cabinets, like a full-on walk-in refrigerator in uh, in the beginning on the tanker. And like... If I shot a box of like oranges, the oranges would roll across the floor. Or if I shot like like a bag of flour, yeah, like, the flour would poof would up poof in the up. air. And I'm like, this is, like they didn't have and, to do and any then of this. You they didn't could, have to do any of this. And then you could see the laser like shine through the flour. That yeah, was yeah. and that was actually a, a a trick you could use to see lasers. Smoking in Metal Gear Solid One, one on the PlayStation revealed lasers. So they they went. I know. I know. They went through. They went through all these really nitty-gritty details that they like. That's great, dude. And yeah. this game is going to have a ton of those for In sure. In spades, for yeah. sure. And that does show, but the core of the gameplay that he did demonstrate was him walking through this vast, open, beautiful landscape. And the goal of the game is to go from the East Coast to the West Coast. And they actually released a second trailer this weekend called The Briefing. And it was with uh, that actress, the blonde actress. Leah Sadu. The other one. The one they're de-aging. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't. I, I have no idea. You know, you know who she is. I do know. I I believe you know who she is. It's I'm sorry, I can't name her the, right now. The one that I'm impressed about. It's not Margaret Qualley. No, it's not Margaret Qualley. I'll get a cast list up. Thank while you. Yeah. Uh, um, continue going. But yeah, they they essentially the briefing was essentially them describing the premise of the game. Like this is what you need to do, Norman, to bring the Americas back together. That was like that was like the the promise. Um. But the gameplay, the core of the gameplay he showed off was different things that you could do in the environment and then in the world. It was Leah, not Leah Sedu, Lindsay Wagner, Lindsay Wagner. Mm. They're de-aging her for it, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, oh yeah, what the hell was she in? I don't even know. I don't even know how she's been in much of stuff. Yep. Six. She was the Bionic Woman. 
that's what she's that was one of her big ones um so throughout the uh throughout this gameplay you're he's showing you the various ways you can traverse the environment and it has a very dark souls like feature where um a player another norman reedus who plays anyone, Death Stranding, yeah, anyone else playing the game can leave a ladder in the environment that bridges a gap and then you can see that he can leave. So that you're there. Norman Reedus, but there's another player that will be around that looks like Norman Reedus in their own game. You can in your own game, you can choose to leave objects in the world. Oh, I see. Across the landscape, people can find them and use them themselves. For... Yeah. So like, so like a one player left a ladder bridging bridging a little ravine, and you as Norman Reedus can traverse it, and then it shows you that there you can like that that object there that he left, and then that will. Yeah, the game has like a, a, a social uh, uh, um, network built-in system of like likes and things. Where and you get likes for doing things, and it's it's part yeah. of the currency in the and game in a weird it way. It is, and he actually, when the game, the first year that he talked about the game, he's saying this is going to be a weird kind of social interaction experience that he had in mind, mm-hmm. and that he was planning this from the beginning. And now we're seeing it like it's doing the Dark Souls thing, where in Dark Souls, Felix, you can leave notes for people. In, yeah, on the ground, and well, I, I yeah. didn't experience, experience that in Dark Souls, but I, I that happened in. Uh, I realized that Bloodborne uh, does it too. Bloodborne, Bloodborne yeah, does it too. Yeah, um, where I picked up on it, but that's like a mechanic that that it has. And there's a, a it, it, in some cases it was very helpful. Yeah, and in this case it seems to be similar. Like there, and it, there's going to be various ways that I think you'll be able to interact with that in this game. Um, they showed off a little bit of the combat. They showed Norman Reedus kind of going going after like a sneak attack at a base. And they showed uh, some kind of like a like you know physical takedown and a gun that he used, which fired like a two like a dual post, and it kind of you know like bolo ropes, bolos, bolos, yeah. Um, it was like an electric bolo that he was follow- firing at people. Oh wow! Um, so that was just one of the guns. Um, and then they showed a mini boss fight with like an oil monster of some kind, weird thing. One of those things that are like in the other the other world, dimension, the right? other the yeah. other world, yeah. Um, the and they showed down that to steal it from another another and, like right the upside down yeah, yeah. Um, sci-fi franchise and this is where I think this is going to lose a lot of people because the game is definitely not combat focused yeah J- just like Metal Gear Solid One wasn't that was that was definitely like over time Metal Gear Solid became more combat focused but his original plan was to make a a game where you avoided all combat where combat well, that tied in I mean yeah that tied into his his um. What's the what's the best way to put this? Like thesis statement of Metal Gear, where right. where war is bad and we war should be avoided, and mm. here are all the negative consequences of war and battle. Mm. The game is meant to be played stealthily to avoid actual violence and combat and stuff. There's probably going to be a lot of overarching and interconnected themes with this game. It's going to be essayable. It's going yeah. to be studyable. We saw scenes of the World War One scenes in the mm-hmm. previous trailers, and I feel like that is going to be a running theme from his other games into this game where war is what got us into this America, mm-hmm. into this situation that we currently see ourselves in. And it's going to be more of a pacifist journey to, yeah. this is just my, this is my personal prediction. Yeah. It's a pacifist journey into uh, making America whole again. Well, the, the focus is clearly on connecting, traveling, yeah, uh, carrying, building, mm-hmm. communicating more so than, fighting and shit like that. You know? Right. Absolutely. And that definitely did show in this in this gameplay. But yeah, there's demo. so many little mechanics that they were noticeable from this this little uh demo they showed off. Like balancing where things are located on your body. Literally, like you have to rearrange things to not be overbalanced. Because like 
if you have something too far to the back and you're walking and you're running and, and you trip, if you're not balanced enough, you'll fall, which will affect the things you're carrying. You might drop some stuff. It'll affect your little bridge baby. They'll get upset because mm-hmm. you know you took a tumble down a hill. Like there's so many things. You can play harmonica for it. Yeah, you can. There comp- was like a section where you could play harmonica. Um, there was a section where he took his boots off to rest his feet, and you can change your your boots mm-hmm. because walking hurt. It, it hurts after a while because you're yeah. traversing. What was cool is he only had the harmonica because he found something almost like side quest like. He found like a guitar. I think that you then return to a musician mm. and the musician gave him a harmonica. So there's going to be like things to find that help your experience out as you connect, as you connect these strands of people. Exactly. Together. Mm. See that. Mm. There you go. One thing that this does feel like a version of breath of the wild. Oh yeah. Where there's a lot of open emptiness. That's and, great. And you create the moments for your, it's a, it's a lot of like you're put, you're given the tools to create your own, adventure and journey mm-hmm. and, and it is your journey and it looks like you're, he's trying to make you own own that thing and I know this is like a really weird strange concept because Breath of the Wild honestly in retrospect got a, is, is, has is gotten a lot of praise but at the same time people have given a lot of criticism for its lack of direction and its lack of uh, and its boring open world for that, for that respect but it can be boring it can be boring but, but it I, also can be thrilling Absolutely, and I completely agree with you there because I had a lot of fun with Breath of the Wild. There were, there were, I was constantly intrigued to continue pushing myself to see what was, what was out there. Oh, for sure, dude. Um, and mm-hmm. this does feel very much in vain with that kind of like mantra. Yeah, almost. Um, I like how they said the, uh, like the support you have as a character, like your map, your HUD, your floating tooltips above things on the ground. Like that's a system. That's a network that you have access to that doesn't exist out of areas that you haven't connected together with these journeys, with these strands. So you can go to places that aren't like in that network, but you won't have a map anymore. Mm-hmm. You won't have like that's great. like a system to tie into to like give you like help. So you have to make sure you connect. It you won't up. be able to see the uh, the overlay on the river you're crossing to tell you what areas are more uh, are more you know turbulent than others. Yeah, to truth, avoid. truthfully, Neo, you you have uh, your enthusiasm has inspired me to want to explore this. That's the same. That's cool. Yeah, you did that. Thank you. Uh, I never even considered. I know it's a lot of faith to put on something that we don't really tangibly really have an idea of what it is yet, but I really think that this is a cool, like even if this game flops really hard, Mm -hmm. like even if it's not like the groundbreaking piece of art that everyone is expecting it, it's something new and different we haven't seen before in gaming industry in like really being made. Yeah. It's not another looter shooter. It's not another Call of Duty or a GTA. Yeah. It's I mean, that's, not... that's the biggest pull of it. It's not following yeah. the newest trend. It's not a persistent open world game. It's not a BR mode. It's not there is, following what is yeah. going to make money with microtransactions. And, and, and it's a very obvious that that is not the goal here. The goal here for Kojima was to make something that we really haven't seen before. Right. And that honestly gets me the most excited yeah, about it because thousand. I really want to see what he's, what, what he makes. And that being free of metal Ko- gear, being metal, free, of free of Konami, Konami free yeah. of just all of those. Like, uh, I mean, you hate to put the term cage on it, but like yeah. when you have a career going for that long, multiple when you're times, making one thing, he wanted Metal Gear Solid 2 to be the last Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to keep making Metal Gear games, but mm-hmm. Konami was like, people like these games, you gotta make these games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, a, a, f- a very cool future would be where every one of Kojima's games are all standalone 
experiences well, yeah, like, get like every like I would love that six to ten years like a tool album or something you know just some I would like love it. giant dense experience and then we wait and complain that we don't have a new one for years and years yeah. and years. When and I play, I played Sons of Liberty, but this will be the first Kojima game I play where I'm aware of who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and everything. Oh, well, all right. Well, I think. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if I have more more to say, but. I mean, it's all right. really, we yeah. really just kind of recapped what they showed us, but they're doing it to get people more I, more comfortable with, with thinking I about think playing this game, which is smart. Because I'm predicting that abstract. there will still be a majority of people that are not going to be down with this. Oh, for I sure. think I think there will be a high amount of critics that be like, "Well, this this just isn't fun to play. This is not what I want out of a game." I mean, yeah, yeah. We, and that's we and that's totally that. fine. We, but any game could be like that, though. Any, oh, for sure. Yeah. But like this, this is almost like making like a directionless game, not focusing on combat. The people are joking about it being like a FedEx simulator, like you're yeah. just a FedEx boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it does Dude, seem like that. But I don't like, know if this exists yet. It probably does because if you ever have an idea, the internet has already done it like weeks ahead of you. Sure. But there needs to be a meme, and, and someone who's listening to this, feel free to take this idea. Meme and run that with shit. It. Uh, meme the beginning of Ace Ventura. Like Norman Reyes' face on on Ace Ventura's face from the beginning when he's like delivering that package and kicking it down the road, <laughs> like throwing it against the house and, and shit. Oh shit, yeah. that's good. And the yeah. package is not the package; it's, it's the, the baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kicking the baby down the street. This needs to, oh, someone, man. please. Just you have my permission. Just do take it. it. Just do it. Reddit it. Just take it. Put it, it out there, man. Dude. All right, you ready to talk about the next part of TGS? Let's do it. All right, so they showed us Capcom showed us more of Project Resistance. Now they gave us a teaser last week, which was like a really cool cinematic trailer of a like, like wow. A, what's like a this team. interesting game here? Yeah, it was like they showed like a team of players moving through like yeah. a corridors, play with other people. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the teaser, and it, they didn't say anything. Well, and then it, it ended with a guy watching a monitor, and then Mister X walking out, right? Like right, right, coming right. out. But then they showed us. Yeah, got all. X gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. Yeah, X gonna give it to you. That's pretty good. That wasn't that was, a bad DMX right there. Good, yeah. No, you like my DMX? That was not a bad DMX, dude. <laughs> so at first, I want to say I was really excited for the idea of making them making like another... They're taking another shot at the multiplayer Resident Evil game, right? Yeah. They've had a bunch of flops. They've had some good ones, right? Wait, they being the Capcom. industry or... or Capcom. Oh, Capcom. 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 Most, Who did Evolve? Not to derail for a second. Remember Evolve? Those were some former Left 4 Dead devs. Mm. Um... Working independently, I don't remember the company because yeah. that game kind of flopped. It's fine. Evolve yeah. flopped hard, dude. Evolve yeah, it flopped it, yeah. like the day or I was two after. Just it came trying out. to remember that because Turtle Rock, because that's the impression I'm getting. This game's going to be like it's going to be like a it so it's confirmed asynchronous. When I saw it, yeah. I or was not, like, uh, "Oh, this is cool." Whatever the word is, this could be a really fun idea for a Resident Evil game. This isn't Project Umbrella Cores or whatever. Yeah, or it, it's not Pro- Raccoon City. That, that other multiplayer game they made, which was... They were both garbage. I'm going to straight up say they were awful, awful, awful games. Just straight up, like, not great. Not fun. They didn't work well. Nothing. It was just bad. But this I could see being really cool. Someone playing the Wesker, the masterminder mm-hmm. of, the, of the situation, and you playing against a team of people, kind of a la Left 4 Dead style, um, them surviving. But when they showed this gameplay off, I was like... What the hell is going on in this game? What, can you can you pull up a can you pull up the, the like gameplay demo? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's so much stuff going on, and nothing looks like it's smooth, and nothing looks like it's happening. Like because Resident Evil Two, also on my top five games of the year. 
just ha- just straight up. Oh, right. like, I mean, this is done in the same engine. That, that was from this year. Was. Yeah, it was early, it was like February. It's like this year, February, yeah. dude. I know time, right? I had to you had to think about that. I was like, wait a minute, that was this year. Hey, that's a game I you completed. You want the announced trailer? Right? You di- you do complete games. <laughs> yeah, I completed. See, I got all you, the trophies see, for I, that. I, I make I make a joke, but it like gets under someone's skin, and then it's like you're forever. a bastard. It's what happened with you. <laughs> you're it's a what's bastard. Happening to it's like, but, not under my skin. But trip, trip. It's not just you. A month from Every, now, everyone everyone gives me shit about Kojima. I, I know, everyone I know. gives me shit about Kojima. Look, it's because you wear your love for him on your sleeve. I do. It's but, very visible. But people have been like giving me shit about not completing things for a long time. Do the gameplay. The, the reveal, yeah, that's what I was asking. One, the full reveal thing. Yeah, so to me, it looks. Oh, it's a freaking ad. It's a Destiny Two Shadowkeep ad. Two weeks, two weeks, everybody. Um, yeah, <laughs> Triple Zero TV right here. Well, Sponsor he, me, Bungie. Hear, hear all about it right here on this podcast. Um, but honestly, I didn't like anything I saw out of this out of this game. It looks like they went back to the old Capcom for a minute, like like. Ten year, years ago, Capcom, and we're like, we're just going to put out some garbage uh-huh. until the next remake we make. You like, don't think this is going to be a good experience? I don't think so. This is, is this the gameplay one? This is the announced trailer. Yeah, and it's just it's just so chaotic. I know they're showing you four screens at once, but it it doesn't look or feel or, or looks like it feels good. It's basically like uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, yeah. Friday the 13th. It's a game where... It's it's asymmetrical. I was saying asynchronous. Asymmetrical, where one person has a lot of power, four players have not as much power but can work together, obviously. You did say asynchronous. That's yeah. why I was confused. Uh, yeah, it's not asynchronous. Asymmetrical yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, so one person, uh, they were showing you four screens together. One person is, like, controlling your room, your experience, your hazards, mm-hmm. and, like, you're watching everyone. You're like the Albert Wesker in like a control room, you know, going, oh, Chris and the auto. It's just like I, monitoring everyone. Um, and you have the power to like, you know, throw down traps, throw down hazards, release Mr. X, who you then put control directly. Bioweapons in I, there. Dude, I think this is cool. Playing the, uh, the controller person. Yeah. Spawning things specifically. But I'm not a fan of like the group setting let's work against the one person thing. I don't like right. Dead by Day. Like I don't like Friday the 13th. Like Evolve. I've tried – yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I just... That... The only time I enjoyed it was in the... I told you, the online for Arkham... What was it? It was the Arkham, Origins. They had that multiplayer Ar- mode? Arkham Origins had... Batman and Robin you versus... You either spawned yeah. in as um, Bane's people or Joker's people, or you spawned in as Batman or Robin. There mm-hmm. were There were two... Oh, and, I remember. And Batman and Robin had to take down like, and meanwhile and while they were still shooting each other. Bane's Bane and Joker's people were fighting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. yeah so that was kind of interesting. That was very. That was similar to this style of play, except there wasn't. The servers were probably more than four. You know, it was like Joker and Bane's people were probably like twenty on twenty, right, or whatever. So there were a lot of people Batman and Robin can take down while well, they're playing. Well, does this does this do anything for you guys? Uh, no, like I was saying, the yeah, this doesn't do anything for me. The playing play as the bad person and having the abilities that they showed mm-hmm. in that situation seemed cool. Like, yeah. like they had the uh, spawning like a liquor, it looked like, or yeah. some kind of like other bio weapon. Mm-hmm. But like you can control where they were actually going to appear, and that looked like a build menu. And of course, I love all my building shit, so I'm like, love oh, some, cool, love them builds. But then, like, I'm not going to play the entire experience. Just for that one moment, right? You know, it's not going to be a thing that I think I'm going to be interested in. Now, one of the most interesting things about this announcement is that they're not calling this a game or a product; they're calling it an experiment. 
That's how they get away with it. Capcom confirmed the game is not a full product, <laughs> but rather an experiment to gauge player interest. Umbrella, so, Umbrella so Cores was also an experiment. What, well, what does uh, that? But hold on, what does this mean? Like, is it going to get a release? Is it going to be a, free have to play? A price tag? Is it going to be yeah, free to play? Yeah. Like, what's the? I mean, because I'll download it if they say, "Hey, yeah, try, try this. out, try out our experiment." Free I'll to play down. battle Fuck pass. It. I'll download it. You know, like cosmetics, all, uh, all that shit. Unlock, mm-hmm. unlock the your new weapon skins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 But I ain't paying money. I, I ain't paying no I money. Pay, <laughs> I'm paying no I money. I ain't paying no money. Uh, I'm not paying money for a a test. Like, yeah. I don't. I mean, Fallout Fall 76. <laughs> I guess I kind of yeah, did. Yeah, you really did there. Like 60 times I did on Destiny 1. Too. You need to contact Bethesda because you have some paychecks. For QA piling up that you haven't actually, you do. I've submitted multiple Come bug on. reports. Yeah. Bungie yeah. owes me checks for QA. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda owes me a shit ton of checks for yeah. QA. Bethesda owes your career. Just send me, send me a career. I think yes. If they made it a cheap buy-in or free to play, I yeah. think it might become worth playing. But overall, I just want the remake of three and eight. Yeah. Read the, yeah. uh, and and, yeah. and a new Resident Evil at this point because yeah. they've shown us that Resident Evil Two was like. They, they can, can do, they can do some it. Work. They can do the the, the Resident Dude, that Evil shit was experience. So much fun, man. I just let my brother borrow it today. He just got a PS4. Oh, nice. And I'm like, dude, he, he really wants to play Uncharted 4. That's his goal. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, dude, you got you love Resident Evil 2. We played this together when yeah, we were kids. Like you have to experience. You it got like to new. see yeah. what they did. Yeah. Um, they did good work. It's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. You guys want to talk about the last thing? Sure. Let's rip it. Yeah. So the last thing that I put up here to talk about mm-hmm. was the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer that they dropped. Now, who boy? This is the biggest, most different look at the game that we've had. Yeah, up to this point, the first materials of marketing they showed us were all the the first couple chunks of release drops have all been the, the beginning of the game, like the like literal, literally the first mission, beginning of yeah, the game, the opening yeah. bombing mission. Um, and of course, we've heard that the game, this first iteration of the game, and the game is going to be episodic to some extent. We don't know how many are going to be yeah. comprising the full project. Waiting for them to put the part one on it. We know, you know? that this. Part one of the Final Fantasy VII remake will take place only in Midgar. Right. We don't know up to what Which point. Which is like the first third of the game. Yeah. Of, of the original game. Um, and everything they showed us in this trailer was awesome. They showed us... So, l- so, so many things they showed put a lot of people's like... Nostalgia like, buttons well, to the nostalgia, max. Yeah. Nostalgia for sure, but answered a lot of questions people had about... But wait. Are, is this actually going to be like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII? Because it looks like I'm playing an action game... And while it's cool, I don't know if I want that. Mm. So I think what they did was, like you said, flip the nostalgia switch and show a lot of things that were the exact experience in the original game, mm. but updated. It looks like, yeah, just like modern. Mm-hmm. It's just completely modern. Well, yeah. One the, of the biggest things people asked about were, uh, is there still going to be a, and slight spoilers for a 1997 release video game, yeah, but fine. is there going to be a section where Cloud dresses up like a woman again mm-hmm. in uh, Wall Market, in the Wall Market neighborhood and infiltrates like a pimp's Don, house? Don Cor- Cor- yeah, Cornelio? Don, Corne- or Don Corneo, yeah. Corneo is that his name? Corneo, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they actually, they showed Don Corneo. And he talked. They showed Ares in her, uh, her Wall Market dress. They showed Tifa and, and Ares on Cloud Arm. Cloud's oh, arms. I'm going, oh, so we're going like, to make you beautiful. We're going to so make you pretty, Cloud. Confirmed yeah. that the dress sequence is there. They Dude, the voice this... of Don Corneo. It's great. It's Mark Hamill. Is it Mark Hamill? Yeah. Dude, now that you said that, I can totally. Yeah, people, totally people hear were it. pointing that out online when, wow. when they were talking about the trailer. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You got to see this trailer, Felix. Uh, uh, I'll really watch cool. it. That's yeah. one thing I didn't get a chance to They do. showed but... the squat minigame. 
also yep. from Walmart. In the, in the bodybuilders yeah, yeah. gym. In the gym. Yeah. They showed – one of the things that, that got me – there's two things that I think I love the most about the trailer. They showed you as the player character getting frogged. Yeah. And if you haven't ever played a Final Fantasy game, frog is a negative status effect that literally turns your character into a frog. Keeps you, you from performing you, any actions. You can't use your armor's abilities. You don't have like the defense you have. You can't use your magic or whatever else. You're literally a frog hopping around, and you have to be. You have to be attacked. There's to usually, turn back. and there's an item that you can use. Yeah, there's a couple ways to yeah. get out of the mode, but it's a. It's, it's not eye drops. It's really it's something else, and I don't know. It's really annoying um, to be frogged, but it's a very like turn-based RPG mechanic, mm-hmm. and they showed that. In combat. Hap- happening in combat. And I was like, oh, dude. They also talked about a TGS them actually having a mode that will make the gameplay feel like the original gameplay. Yeah. Not less action-y. But honestly, after seeing them at E3 mm-hmm. show us the combat, yeah. I don't think I want to play it that way. No, I, th- I want to play it new. I think I want to play way. like the new style that they but, introduced. Yeah, there are people that were worried about it because they, they, they first saw the action and then uh, Square was like, don't, no, no, don't worry. You can, you can kind of slow down time and pause time. And choose what you want to do to make it like you're playing turn-based. And everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, I guess. But now they've actually said like there will be a turn-based mode. Which yes. makes me think there are now three ways to engage in battle. Okay. Full-on new action. Yeah. Action with like selecting your in-the-game moments. The time freeze moments. And then yeah. like they've said turn-based. So to me that means like They're gonna full do menus. It. Yeah. That seems cool to me. It seems really, really cool. I like that they showed us all these story beats. Because mm-hmm. it's not so much spoilers. It's them being like... To me, to me, it, the trailer was speaking to me going, hey, do you remember remember this part of yeah. the game? Do you remember these characters? Yeah. They showed us the Turks, which are like kind of like a hit squad. Yeah. That yep. you, that, that you, and then and you get there's, the, a, there's a fight with, uh, with Reno in the church now, yep. which is kind of new, but also like... You but had con- the, it it kind of happened in the original the, game, yeah. You had the confrontation there, mm-hmm. but like it's it's... That's so cool because they're taking what you experienced as as a younger person or whenever you played it for the first time and coloring it in the same way almost that your mind does. Mm -hmm. Even though you're playing a game and you're watching what happens and it's pixelated, your mind creates the experience that you're in to like fill it out. See, I want to say it's like they're Resident Evil 2-ifying this game from the original game. It's exactly a a similar process But it's like – I don't know know how this is, but it feels like so much more than that because of – how animated and detailed everything is. Because right. like even in Resident Evil 2, you had the CG cutscenes, like mm-hmm. the, the serious ones. Like Seven had that too. Yeah. They had like the really serious cutscenes. But even with no, Resident Evil 2, yeah, you, you could make out like the characters. Yeah, right? it, it really it really feels like. And Final Fantasy Seven was not like this, so don't think that I'm saying that the game wasn't dense, right? But the way that this is looking like, compared comparatively speaking, is that the original Seven was just an outline. And now we're getting a fleshed out version. Yeah. Like that's how much they're adding they're, to the experience. They're filling in the cracks. While keeping it the same experience, which yeah. I think is, it takes a lot of work. And if someone were to sell me on that before I saw any of this, I'd be very like cautious and I wouldn't believe yeah. that it would turn out really well. But from what I've seen. I mean, I'm still I'm a little cautious because, because like marketing was also saying like, don't worry, this is going to be like a 20 hour game, like experience, even yeah. though it's part one of however many parts we're making. Right, and I'm right. like. Okay, but like, 
are you just telling me that because you're just yeah. you're just marketing to there's, me or there's still like so many yeah. questions like how is your safe information going to transfer over how exactly. many pieces are there total mm-hmm. what's the experience like for someone coming in the middle is there even an option for that do you have to back buy everything there are so many questions that we just don't I want to know yet. what the menus look like yeah because even that yeah because like you see Cloud's weapon has materia in it mm-hmm. which is materia are little gems that you socket into items and stuff mm-hmm. that's how you actually have your magical abilities and in the original yeah. game. They didn't. They couldn't make it like visually functional. You just went to your menu and equipped material. the material that you had. But in, your in the lore of the game, you were actually putting these stones in your weapons. Mm. But they can do that now because it's 2019 and and things are magic. Yeah. So like when you <laughs> when you yeah because <laughs> welcome to the year Blade Runner existed. Yep. Oh, we're my here. God, we we're made here. it. We're all replicants. We're, yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm very excited for this, dude. Same. Uh, Big same. It looks. Cool, and even if it is part one, like even if we have to wait another years, a couple of years for the next part, I really do want to see this. Well, game. there was uh, there was some story through an interview a couple months ago, maybe two, two or three months ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. I can't exactly remember. Okay, but uh, I believe you. It was one of the um, one of the heads of development for this whole project, essentially saying that like we weren't sure what we started, of course what scale or scope this is going to have. Now that we've landed on what the release is going to be like for this first part, we can now start and have started on the second one and essentially hmm. getting that one outlined. So like there is work being done right now and I can find the source for this. I just like don't have it on hand. I just you know, thought about it talking about I see what you're it. I can saying, find yeah. the source and I'm going to put it on the discord just to like talk about it more. But okay. like they have said they've there, there is groundwork being done for the second part. They're not sitting there waiting until this comes out and then they're going to hop on it. They are they are trying to keep the cadence right of development somewhat, going, somewhat going. So because yeah. it does seem like they had kind of a staggered development, um, and it does seem like they they did change developers at one point because CyberConnect was supposed to the guys who make the Naruto fighting games mm-hmm. were supposed to make this at first, but they kind of switched midway through. So for a while, I felt as though okay, this is kind of looking weird. Um, this is kind of looking weird because they were trying to do this kind of staggered development release mm-hmm. where it seemed like, okay, we're just going to work on the game until we can stop somewhere and release part one right. and then keep going. Right, right, right. Um, but I guess if they caught up with themselves, because like, I, I don't know what the development of this game looks like. I don't think just, they do either, though. You know, yeah. and they're, they're living and in it, this moment. It feels like they're just developing on the fly almost. Yeah. Um, yep. But but looking at their pro- their trailer i'm i'm just like holy shit this looks like a crazy cool thing it ju- it just looks out of out of this world good i'm excited man i'll excited check it out for it look at the trailer just i mean the trailer i feel like is the the stuff that i saw when it was at not this but like what was the last event they showed it uh e3 e3 yeah. E3, yeah. E3, yeah i saw uh the footage during e3 and i thought i thought it looked yeah interesting and i said to myself okay well if they're revamping Final Fantasy, and it's an older game. Maybe like I'll, because I I, I love the experience of Resident Evil too. Yeah. yeah, this All is right. gonna be very different than that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Too, no, no, I'm okay, not. Go ahead, go ahead. Confusing this with this is a different company. I get. You're, it. you're saying you liked how there was a reimagining of a game you experienced. Uh, of like because I'll never go back and play that Final Fantasy game in its original form. I won't. No. I won't sure. Do it. But like if it's a new game with. New choices in terms of like mm-hmm. mechanics and things like that. I, sure, I do think this this specific trailer though was definitely for people who played the original yeah, fans game. Of the game. Yeah, right. people who played the original because yeah. 
there were so many parts of the game that just stood out. There was that trailer that just like stood out being like, holy crap, the game, the memories of the game literally flooded back to me. And I, rem- I started remembering like literal me sitting down playing the game and experiencing the story at those moments. Right. You know, and it was it was really weird to watch that happen because that's not what the game looked like. I know. You know, and it's literally not what it looks like. It's cool. I'm really excited. I'm even more excited than I was, and I'm excited that I am excited because I was worried. Yeah. You know, like I was yeah. worried that like it was going to be a cool experience, but that I wouldn't feel a connection to it. Yeah, and and I feel like they definitely they're they're doing it. They're doing the right they're thing, doing it. like nostalgia wise, but also moving play style ahead, which I think is smart and a hard as fuck thing to do. So. Kudos to them, man. Well, with that said, with that said, it is. Let's wrap it. this bad boy up. Let's do it, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty starving. Yeah, this is uh, Felix Hergood, uh, twitch.tv <laughs> slash Felix Hergood, mixer.com slash Felix Hergood. Right now, I'm alternating between Borderlands pre sequel, not three. I have three, but I'm doing the fucking pre-sequel. Don't you try, tell him. Don't he's, try and bully me into playing three. I'm not going to fucking play He's got his three. order. Tell he's him, Felix. Um, and then I'm doing Control, and I'm doing Fallout 76, and uh, occasionally uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. He's on, never going to finish him. On I'm the just, Nintendo Switch. Kidding. Never going to finish Fallout 76. It's endless. It's a service game, man. Mm-hmm. It goes on forever. Uh, I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, primarily Mixer, but I do restream to Twitch as well. Trip Zero TV are uh, all of my sites, socials, everything. Just type that into whatever. Wherever you hang out on the internet, you'll find me, Trip Zero TV. Um, I stream currently Tuesdays through Fridays, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Going to be doing a lot of Destiny. Going to be doing sporadic No Man's Sky. Um, the Destiny is prepped for Shadowkeep, which launches October 1st. Uh, no Man's Sky is fun building and space exploration with friends. We'll sprinkle that in. When uh, Shadowkeep prep is uh, is essentially done, or you know, need a break from that, I will be doing the Link's Awakening remaster on release day. So I'm, is, I'm excited to watch you. That play is that. this Friday, the twentieth. Um, I'll be doing that pretty much all day. I might even get on earlier a little bit to uh, to stream that. So I'm very excited for that as well. And probably the day before Thursday, I'll do the original on stream. So how, how are you going to do the original on stream? Magic. Wait, really? How are you going to do that? I don't understand either. He's been saying. Is it an emulator? Tune in and find out. Oh my god, the mystery lives. Uh, I'm Neo Yoshi. You can find me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter and just Neo Yoshi on Twitch. I'm streaming. Not. I think I'm done with Final Fantasy 14 for now. I'm go. I've been playing Link to the Past on stream. Mm -hmm. I did Creature in the Well on stream. I think. I don't know what I'm playing this week. I don't know. Love it. So that's also a mystery, but a boring, more boring one. Find out. Um, I might do some. I might do some competitive games Ooh. again because it's been a while, like PUBG or something. I don't wow. know. Okay, something like that. Nice dude. Um, Very nice. Because I miss it. So tune in and find out. All right, dudes. All right, dudes. Good shit. We'll catch you uh, next Sunday. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I personally think Gremlins Two is superior to Gremlins One. Wow. Oh yeah. The That's new batch. Weird. Fuck yeah. There's so many things good about the new batch, dude. Because the person I went with does was like, I'm glad it's this one and not the second one because I hate the second one. It's the worst one. Do you realize that the second one was so experimental that there was a part in the middle of the movie when you watched it live in the the theater where it looked like the film broke and then it cut to you. So everyone got confused and everyone was in the theater. I watched this. Fuck you. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) God, stupid. (laughs) 